of the meanest moderators in the group. He doesn't take any crap at all. If you guys post something that we don't like, he's the one who's like, hey, I'm going to kick him out. And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's, Brandon, let's hear them out. And then he's like, nah, forget it. Boom. It's a great introduction. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, man. No, he's a really, really cool guy. Um, so Brandon has just, how long has this been going on for your startup? Well, um, since the fall of 2017 is when I first kind of started looking around at the idea of this. Dang, dang. Fall, it's been a it, long time. It, in the same, okay, so right now you are three weeks in. So it's been, man, can you imagine like imagining like or thinking, man, we're going to do this. We're going to make it happen for that many years. And then as soon as you open, 2020 hits you with all this stuff. And then you're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, really? I could, any year I could open up, but now. It's kind of funny how things work out because obviously I had some delays um, construction wise and all that. And you know, when it was happening, I was kind of angry, upset, but now it's kind of a blessing to me that um, I didn't have to make those tough decisions on PPP loans and letting go of staff or, you know, whatever everybody else is going through. Um, and the state here opened up right when I was going to open up. So um, it's been pretty smooth, uh, to be honest. So, so it opened up your state? Immediately when you were going to open up, it, 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 it didn't delay your opening up process? Uh, no, I mean, so my construction, COVID delayed my cabinetry for a couple of weeks and that's it. Mm -hmm. And then um, the state was opening up like the beginning of June. And that's literally when I started. Um, I had my, me and my one team member, we started um, the week of like Memorial Day. So just coming into the office and doing some things and then we started seeing patients uh, June 1st. Gotcha, man. Hey, has, um, has like the recession and all this stuff affected your community quite a bit or no? Uh, it's kind of funny. I mean, affected as in kind of driving people crazy, maybe, uh, having to stay in home and whatnot, but, uh, I guess maybe because of unemployment and all this, people just want to get out and I, they're out spending money. I mean, the community is kind of thriving right now. Uh, I'm almost, maybe I'm a little bit concerned about maybe a second wave coming up and causing some issues uh, toward the end of the year. You know, it's a possible, um, you know, second shutdown or something like that. That's the only thing I really am worried yeah. about. Yeah, me too, me too. All right, man. So let's get into it. Let's dive into your business. But before that, really quick, tell us a little bit about your past, your present. How'd you get to where you are right now, which is three weeks in? And from 2017 to now. Man, okay, this goes way back. This is a long story, but I'll try to keep it short. Okay. Um, and I took my first job in a, you know, it's a local DSO. It's like a five, six office corporate. They get them in, do as much uh, dentistry on them the same day as you can, get them out. It wasn't a recall base. It wasn't like relationship-based. It wasn't what I had thought dentistry was supposed to be. Um, it was poor for the patients, poor for the staff. Um, and I got sick of it pretty quick. I was burnt out, you know, within months. Mm -hmm. um, so then I was, you know, thought maybe I'd buy an office or something like this. Uh, you know, a few months in, I just started looking at Dental Town, really. And 
the idea of a startup kind of popped into my head. I looked around a little bit and then suddenly I saw a video of this girl who was going to do a startup and she did it, you know, all those Facebook lives and stuff like that. So I started following Ashley, you know, from the beginning. And then obviously that led into the podcast with you. Uh, and that really told, showed me that it was possible, I guess, to do what I wanted to do. Um, and then, you know, you guys kind of formed the, the Facebook group. So I was one of the original members in that. And to have watched that grow into what it is now, it's been kind of surreal to see all that. Um, and, you know, from that point, I just kind of started doing some homework. And then everybody said, do breakaway, do breakaway, do breakaway. So I did that. And that just lit a fire in me and, um, and gave me kind of the, the recipe, the cookbook to, to do it. Mm-hmm. And really what took me so long to get here was finding the real estate in a good location that could support another dentist. Um, and I went for a specific type of practice. I didn't want a rural practice. I didn't want um, to just go wherever there was no dentist at all. Uh, so I, maybe I didn't do the whole breakaway strategy, um, but I made it kind of my own. Uh, so I wanted to be able to reach as many people as possible in a heavily trafficked area in St. Louis by one of the biggest malls. <clears throat> Anybody in St. Louis could get to me. And, and, and essentially, I just want to be the practice in, in St. Louis completely. That's in my all goal. Of, in all of St. Louis? Like you want to be I'm one is like... Dang. I'm that dude. That's what I want to but I mean, I want people to come here. I want staff to want to come here. Um, and social media is funny because <clears throat> it opens a lot of doors for people to get to know you personally a little bit before they encounter you in person, right? So I've had people reach out to me looking to work with me. That you know, I just said something that hit home with them. Uh, they're kind of you know, working for their paycheck and they want fulfillment and they just haven't found that yet. So I've had a number of people reach out um, looking for opportunities to work with me already. Gotcha, man. So the whole reason like the delay was taking a while was because you wanted to find the right property? Yes, uh, I was a little picky about that. But then when I did find it, it was it's new construction. So it wasn't even, they haven't even started building it yet when I encountered it and did the lease uh, negotiations. So yeah, I signed the lease July of last year and they had just kind of broken ground on it. And initially they said, should be ready by end of 2019. So I'm thinking November or something like that. And then obviously all of their construction got delayed. And then that pushed me back to thinking, Oh, maybe in the spring. And then, uh, Next thing I know, I'm opening in June. So there's been a lot of delays and just waiting on this building to be built. It's a, it's a massive building. So yeah, um, big on your Facebook Live. I was like, geez. Yeah. Who, who, who did your, or I guess who helped you find this location and who did your lease negotiation? So I work with a, a local guy that works with Car Healthcare Realty. They're, um, they're a national group, but he's he's my local guy. Mm-hmm. I met him at like a uh, dental convention, like in St. Louis and he helped me. Um, but to be honest, I found this location myself by driving by and I just had him reach out to the landlords and do the, the work on that. So he worked on the LOI and everything. And then from that point, I got um, Rob Montgomery's um, 
team uh, for an attorney, mm-hmm. and they help me with all of the lease negotiations and stuff like that. Could I ask you, how much does Rob Montgomery charge? Uh, it's not super easy to answer because so when I was working with them, they would bill monthly, you know, and things would just kind of add up in the meat of the uh, negotiations of the lease. I paid his team mm, somewhere between five and 7,000 maybe. Oh, okay. For and like lease negotiation. Right? Yeah. So the, all the details of the lease and the, I will, I will say this. I think a dental specific attorney is super important mm-hmm. or at least a commercial uh, lease. Someone's familiar with commercial leases because I had a family friend attorney look at my lease first and he made a couple notes about it and changes. And then I took that and then I sent that over to Rob's team and they tore it apart. <laughs> it was night and day. Oh man. Um, Rob is cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah, I actually met him at, I went to Jamie Amos's course. Um, it was probably a couple of years back now down in Orlando. Um, and that was good. And I met Rob there. Um, and then once I was ready to do a lease, I, I just reached out to him directly. And it's been good ever since. They're, they're efficient. They're quick about it. You know, they do a yeah. good job too. So really quick, you went to, you said you went to Breakaway. I know you went to Breakaway Masters, right? And then you went to their startup. Great courses so far, yeah. Okay. And you went to Jamie Amos's ideal. Pre- so, yeah. Why? Why'd you go to? I mean, I know for like to know what to do, right? But like for the people asking so, all the time, like, what's better? You know, like, what is with, better to you? With Jamie's course, he had posted one of those um, scholarships, he called it. You know, he did a video and he was basically giving away an entry to the course. And I was selected to go to the course through that. I paid like maybe a few hundred bucks to get the the paper material, the books or whatever. Uh, and it turned out good because, you know, I have two small kids. Um, at the time, my son, I think, was just almost an infant. But we basically made a family trip out of it. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's two different types of courses, to be honest. With Breakaway, it was very much the nitty gritty details of how to do the startup. And uh, what I, what I like about Jamie's course is it's not solely focused on, uh, you know, saving the most money doing your startup. It's more about, I felt more big picture and more purpose driven, you know, so Mm -hmm. finding fulfillment in your practice, not just trying to make the most money for the least amount of costs. Um, So what I do is I basically just kind of cherry pick, what I like from each of those and, and kind of made it into my own thing. Um, so like my building, my layout and stuff like that is definitely breakaway style from an efficiency standpoint. Um, some of my overarching, you know, cultural things and, and philosophies I've definitely gained probably from Jamie and his team. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then like the, like you said, like the nitty gritty, like the layout and everything like that, breakaway more stuff. Right. But yes. like the purpose and the fulfillment, it's more like, oh, this is a reminder of why I'm doing this. Like, yeah, it's Jamie. more about the why. Yeah, and I mean, if you ever heard Jamie talk, you'll hear it all the time from him. Um, he kind of talks about, I believe it was the three Ps, practice, profit, and purpose. 
uh -huh. um, is what I believe uh -huh, he uh -huh. says. But uh, I, I just that just really hit home with me as well. Okay, that's cool, man. That's kind of what I did, and part of that process is coming up with what does your practice stand for, right? And then you know something I took away from his course and implemented was partnering with like a nonprofit uh, locally uh, that kind of ties into my, I guess, vision statement or something like that. You know what I mean? So, what is uh, what is your vision statement or your mission? Um, so the vision statement for my practice is, is to empower people to live happy, healthy, and, and confident lives. I made it kind of vague and kind of general because I don't want that to only apply to the patients coming in, but pretty much anybody that comes in, including the team members, right? And the, um, the nonprofit that I'm partnering with, they're helping victims of sex trafficking kind of get back on their feet in the, into society. So that kind of just fits really well with what I am, am trying to do here. Mm -hmm. So we'll you know, make donations to them and all that. Um, per new patient, <clears throat> a few bucks per new patient. And um, what I would like to do is start seeing some of their members because they don't get access to regular care. And uh, <clears throat> maybe like once a year, <clears throat> have them pre-select somebody to do a file makeover for one of their members. Yeah, that would be cool. All right. So let's, <clears throat> let me ask you, how much was your build out in total? A lot. Uh, construction was like $411,000. That was that's before getting tenant improvement money from the landlord. Um, so after getting that tenant improvement allowance from the landlord, it's like I think two sixty five for the build out. Man, yeah. what, what what bank did you go with? Bank of America. Why? Um, <clears throat> I talked to a couple of local banks who really wouldn't do much for me without a history of patience. Mm -hmm. Um, so then it kind of came down to Bank of America and Wells Fargo. And <clears throat> I actually was working with Wells Fargo first, but something weird in their agreement with me was like the, they call the project phase interest. So during construction, uh, interest accrues on what you've taken out. And their rate for that was like 15%. Jeez. Uh, and then Bank of America's rate for that was just the regular rate of the alone so it was like you know four percent or something like that mm -hmm. and when i brought that up to the wells fargo guy <coughs> sorry man i've got like reflux get my throat uh, i brought it up to the wells fargo rep and he just said oh like sometimes they'll let me um reduce that for doctors so it's like percent uh, which is higher than you know what Bank of America was providing in um, Bank of America actually switched reps in the middle of my project kind of so not not the middle of the project but leading up to the project um, and the new rep that I talked to I really liked him a lot better mm -hmm. and um, it's honestly been a really smooth process since then um, I know some people say bad things about Bank of America I think it really has more to do with your local rep and your project manager at Bank of America. Um, gotcha. Depends on the people you're working with. I don't think you can make a blanket statement about, about the company itself. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so throughout that process of your build out, what have been some of your like 
biggest what have been some of the things where you're like oh i know i'm gonna have a headache on this but then you're like that wasn't a headache this was a headache instead okay uh the whole lease situation was a big headache um so i signed the lease last july right mm -hmm. and we signed it uh, typically you know you'll sign a lease and the landlord construction wise will provide you a white box uh to build with right as in floors drywall bathrooms and stuff are there after i signed the lease <clears throat> and this was kind of an oversight on my part probably the rest of my team it didn't really make sense for the landlord to white box it since it was a new build like it it makes more sense for my contractors to go in there when it's still bare and to do the work so we had to make a lease amendment after we signed the lease already and that's where miscommunication started happening um, and disagreements with my side and the landlord's side. And it got to a point where <clears throat> we had to get on the phone with the attorneys. And then the next thing I know, the landlord's screaming at me because we haven't started construction yet. And <clears throat> there's a lot more details, but that would take too long. Um, <laughs> Dude, man, that's, but, in, uh, that's I mean, intense yeah, though. Robin, the, Robin, his team, they really helped me through that uh, whole situation. And now it's okay. I mean, as long as I have, I have to pay them rent, it's fine. Um, they don't really bother me too much. They just wanted me to, to get going. How many, how many ops do you have right now? Uh, I have three ready to go and I have room for seven. For seven. Okay. So roughly you're in a, would you say you're saturated? Like there's dentists in your intersection, there's maybe three dentists or is it like not that saturated? in your community right now? What yeah, it looks, it, it depends on the radius that you get. So if you're like two to three miles out, there's maybe four or five in a heavily, heavily populated area. Mm -hmm. you know, but if you go out a little bit further, specifically if you go out to the west, um, five miles down the road, you'll start hitting a lot more dentists. So okay. it's, it's pretty competitive. You know, it's not... <clears throat> It's not super friendly. I mean, I'm still, it, you know, they give the rule of thumb of 2000 to one. I'm still there. Um, but there are plenty of other dentists around too. Okay. So then you're in a, in a pretty saturated, I guess, area, according to like your location, you have three, but room for seven. How many square feet in total is your place? Uh, 2250, I believe. 2250. How much are you paying for rent? Or give me like a rough range. So when I start paying rent, it will be like around $6,500 a month. $6,500. Okay. And then how many people are on your team right now? One. One. And then you? One right now. Mm -hmm. Dental assistant? Yeah. Front desk assistant hybrid. <laughs> assistant hybrid. Okay. This person, the, did you just hire them? You found them? They've been with you for a while? Like, how'd you get them? All right, here's another long story. <laughs> uh, I had someone else that I was going to hire, you know, leading up to it. She was all in and I was all in. And it's a good uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket scenario, you know? Mm -hmm. And I kind of kept that in the back of my mind. So when it came down to it, she had some instability going on in her life and she'd want more instability with work. She wasn't sure, you know, with COVID and all that, how things would shake out as a startup practice. She didn't basically want me to hire her and then have to turn around and let her go. 
never thought that would have happened anyways, but okay. Yeah. Um, so, but with the shutdown, this employee that I have now, when I shadowed a dentist back in college, she was working there and it's actually my wife's aunt. So I've known her for a very long time and she worked at another job. Um, during shutdown, she was like, you know what, maybe, maybe I do want to do that. And she just wasn't totally satisfied where she was at. Mm -hmm. uh, so she, she applied when I had the open position <clears throat> and I was kind of surprised to see her name and I started talking to her and then it's kind of just, it fell into place for me really. She's been great. So she's like, she's kind of like my Judy, you know, like Ashley has. <laughs> it's she's kind of like my Judy. She does it all, man. Well, so she's your wife's aunt? Yes. Can that get tricky later on, maybe? Like in the sense of like, what if you're <clears throat> not happy? I would have stern conversations. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was definitely a something that I've thought about, you know, um, but right now it works out really well uh, going forward. We just have to have communication. That's what it comes down to, you know, open mm -hmm. and honest with each other. I gotcha. mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to play favorites or anything. She understands that. And uh, I mean, I don't have a problem working through, through challenges when they come, you know, we'll just have to, we'll have to talk about them. But um, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. honestly, with shutdown, I kind of shut everything down as far as, recruiting and <clears throat> marketing. I haven't even done marketing yet because I didn't know how things were going to go. I didn't know when we were going to open back up uh, as far as the state. So, um, so you haven't done anything for marketing like right now, as far as, cause I think I saw a post where you outside of uh, Facebook, you know, social media posting stuff. Like yeah. That. But I mean, like I saw a post where there was, uh, you had more or you had patients coming in. So how are they finding out about you or like, what are they? I have a good network, you know, of people in the area from family and friends and then people that have driven by people that have looked up offices on their insurance plan. Um, so you're taking insurance. You're taking yeah. PPO and everything. Yeah. HMO yeah. too and like Medicare and all that stuff or no? No, just PPOs. And I, I worked with um, Vivex team, PPO profits. Vivek, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm in with most of the insurances. For me, it's it's lowering. I really want to lower the barriers for people to come in and then get what they need done. Um, I didn't want to put up any hurdles, especially. I mean, in a pretty, pretty competitive area, probably. I would say, I don't think it would be smart to to limit myself at this point. What would you say right now, ma'am, is the unique thing about your practice? that you would hope or you think your community will be talking about? Honestly, I mean, we've had really good feedback as far as Google reviews and just people talking about, I know on here it's kind of, everyone talks about the new patient experience on these Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. But in reality, like the people around here, the patients don't have that concept yet. They're used to, business as usual with dental offices. So I know it's kind of overset, but it is, it really is the new patient experience. Um, obviously we have monitors all over the place. We take them through a process, um, showing them, letting them see their teeth like we see their teeth. Um, 
and not being pushy about anything, showing them the problems, helping them understand the problems, and then you know giving them a game plan to fix the problems. Uh, and not, you can't really act like you need their money. You know, it's just just being genuine and, and authentic. And mm -hmm. on top of that, with social media, I'm trying to be kind of expose myself to to the community. That way, they're more comfortable seeing me there. And maybe they'll be more comfortable coming in to see me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't do like white coats and stuff like that. You know, like I don't want to look like the authoritarian dentist. I'm I'm part of a team. I'm just a quarterback here, and um, and we're here to support the patients. Got you, got you. Are you looking to probably bring somebody else on soon? Are you getting that busy already oh, now yeah, that you opened so, up? Um. <clears throat> I did like two cleanings and I was like, done with that. <laughs> so I have my hygienist coming next month um, who I've, I've worked with before and she is the best hygienist I've ever worked with. Um, she can do just about anything in the, in the, in the practice, uh, but it will help free me up to obviously do same day treatment or whatever. But usually when I would go in to do exams with this specific hygienist, the treatment plan would almost be already agreed upon um, between her and the patient. We, we were pretty compatible uh, as far as she knew kind of what I was going to tell the patients. So she took that and I would just basically go in and just agree with what she told them mm -hmm. to verify. And uh, they were already signing up for treatment. So there's not really a price you can put on something like that, even though the hygienists are expensive. Um, for me, I think it's worth it, especially with peace of mind. Roughly, what's the like go around uh, hourly pay for a hygienist in St. Louis? I would say like a thirty-five to thirty-eight is probably an average number. And then what about hour. what about like the front office and or dental assistant? Uh, front office, it, well, those obviously depend on experience. Yeah. Um, so it could range from literally $15 an hour for someone brand new to like $25 an hour. Right now, what's your budget on payroll? Like, are you, are you like, Hey, we're going to, you're not going to find somebody paying you more than this. Trust me. I pay you above and beyond. Or are you like, oh, work with me here. Come on. So far, because I expect a lot from the people that I'm bringing in, I'm paying them well. And so the, for example, the hygienist, okay, she was making uh, 65,000 a year mm -hmm. salary at her job. So when I talked to her, I was like, we've been talking about this for a long time. And I was like, I'm just ready to pull the trigger. So let's go ahead and do this. I was like, I'll pay you <clears throat> what you're getting there um, to make it an easy transition. And she accepted that. And then she, she gave her notice when she gave the notice at that office, they offered her to stay for 80000 a year. Dang. What a – kind of makes you think, like, why, didn't you, why weren't you doing this already? You know, I would have been like that, but – She um, – it's a nice office that she works at, but she's – it's – again, it's, it's doctor-focused. It's all about a doctor and then his wife yeah. is a manager. Um, <clears throat> so what would you say? The team didn't feel well-respected, I guess. That's all I'll say. 
I didn't say anything. She 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 refused that, and she's going to come work for me. For more? For no. Oh. The the what I offered, she's going to accept the original offer. Oh, so it's more now, like on a fifteen thousand dollar raise to come work with me. Yeah, because of like, hey, I want to be a part of your team. Your your more your mission statement, all that stuff, right? More of that. Yes, she believes in what what I'm trying to do and wants to be a part of that. That could be cool, man. That's going to be cool. Okay, that's good. So, look, one of the last questions. What's been throughout your process? Try and be as open and honest here as possible. But what's been like one of the easiest companies to work with and one of the most difficult companies to work with? That is a tough question. Um, the easiest company to work with was probably Dark Horse. And I know I listened to like Corey Black's interview. He said that. Totally yeah. agree with him. It's like I met Ruben in Arizona at like an open dental thing. And we got to talking and then uh, a little bit later, I sent him my floor plan, told him what I wanted. He would have the plan and the quote back super fast. And then when it came down to actually doing the work, his team flew in, was super efficient, got it done quick. Everything works super efficiently here. That was kind of my biggest struggle in other offices is technology not working well together and having hiccups with that. Mm-hmm. everything works flawlessly. I mean, it, they're not the cheapest, but um, I don't believe in, I don't believe in going for the cheapest, you know, on everything. You got to yeah. pick and choose. Yeah. Sometimes I ask myself, I'm like, does Ruben sleep? Cause that fool, like, Oh, my refrigerator's broken. I got you. And then he'll, <laughs> yeah, for real, dude, I, I like, I'll message him, you know, on Facebook and <clears throat> he gets back right away all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's Ruben. cool to be able to talk to the, the head of the company like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that's one of the best companies you've um, experienced. Now what's been one of the ones that's like, man, it's been a hassle getting this going. Or do you have one? Or Hard question because I feel like I surrounded myself with, the, with a solid team. I mean, my biggest issue is, was the landlord <clears throat> and all of that. Um. So let me give you another example. Uh They didn't even provide my building with the right type of internet. (laughs) And so the landlord blames it on AT&T not running the right thing. Uh, AT&T says the landlord told us not to do it. Uh, And in order for me to get what I needed, AT&T wanted me to pay like, (laughs) they said it would cost $13,000, but they cover like half of it. I was like, that's insane. Yeah. So luckily we have um, Spectrum out here too, and they'll literally do it for free as long as I sign up for the monthly. Um, so we're what? working through that. Man. So um, wait, so you don't have internet yet, or you do? I do. I have to use the AT and T internet. It's just okay. not broadband. It's a DSL connection, and it does enough for now. Um, but eventually, gotcha. when we're running at full capacity, we'll definitely need that. And it'll be cheaper, I think, for even the, the better internet with Spectrum. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. And so, like, you know how we're – I mean, you've seen this. You're, you're a moderator. I think you're a moderator in the Doctors Only, too, right? Uh, yeah. The one you kicked me out of? Got it. But yeah. not a doctor, Michael. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, so, like, I know you see – we all see tons and tons of, like, experts and advice, right, on, 
on these forums and these groups. So like to you, what's been some of, not just from Facebook, but like just in general, what's been some of the best advice you've received throughout this process that's really maybe helped you out personally or business wise? And what's been like, holy crap, man, don't do that. That's the worst advice I've ever seen. Oh man. Um, you know what I appreciate is really just the people that are doing it that are that are coming on here and being open about their experiences. You know, even with the amount of time that I had leading up to this and, and being able to prepare, I feel totally lost and unprepared. I mean, that's the reality of it. There's so much stuff that you're not going to be prepared for. Even if you plan, um, you know, every detail, something's going to go wrong. And then, um, Okay. You just kind of got to work through it, man. I mean, that's the reality of it. It's a lot of stress, but uh, the idea is that it will be worth it in the long run. So, you know, let me bring this up, I guess. Consultants, um, they're expensive, and I was kind of, I balked at the price, to be honest. And if you, if you talk to people that maybe used a consultant, they'll say, oh, I probably could have done that myself. Well, that's coming from someone that used a consultant. But, um, you know, looking back, I think it would have been a huge benefit, uh, you know, me having, you know, trying to work full time, having two children at home, uh, it probably would have saved me a lot of headache and time to have used a consultant at whatever price range is appropriate. <clears throat> and to be completely transparent, I probably would have worked with, with Jamie's team. Um, I spent time with his team, you know, after the course, you know, just having some drinks at the bar. Uh, and he's got a lot of great people there mm -hmm. and, and they all love working for him. So that kind of just kind of speaks volumes to me on what type of company they are and what, you know, what they represent. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's been like, was that the best advice you would give us or was that what's the worst, something that you've received that you're like, Oh, or did you already say that? No, you didn't say that. Like the worst, what's something where you're like, man, I tried that or don't do that or, Hey, kick this guy out. Cause he, he's, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't have any regrets at this point. There's no bad advice you've ever received. And if I got bad advice, I didn't follow it because I think I'm smart enough not to. Um, so I haven't listened to somebody and done something as a result of their advice. Um, that I wouldn't have done otherwise. Gotcha. So you I think it's something I'll, I'll come back and post it, but right now I just don't, I don't know. You didn't put all your stocks into Disney right before the COVID-19. No, I'm just kidding. No. No, yeah, yeah. no. Okay. Last question, man. Yeah. How is this, how has all of this affected your personal life? How has it affected my personal life? Um, uh, maybe it's just my personality type, but it's, for me, this is 24 seven. Like when I'm at home, there's always something in my head, you know, what do I need to do next? And part of my issue is I want things to be perfect now and fully functional right now. And it kind of bothers me that we're not there yet. And it doesn't make sense because we just opened, you know, but yeah, you know, I go home and I spend some time with my kids, but I'm still thinking about things or I'm on my phone. Maybe it's kind of a blessing and a curse to have all this information available on the internet. 
mm-hmm. you know, Facebook, downtown podcasts, whatever. I've almost absorbed so much information that when I listen to it now, it's just kind of, it's, it's, it's numb to me almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I get so much information. It's not as easy to apply the information. I guess does that makes sense. Yeah. It's just like, what is it? Um, paralysis by analysis. You're just kind of like, yeah. I mean, I'm just absorbing more and more and more. And when you're doing that, you're like, Oh, I'm learning something, you know, but if you're not actually applying that information soon, you forget, you know, everything you just learned. What does your, I mean, does your wife ever like say like, dude, like chill. <laughs> for, Cause I know for uh, like every day, man. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I know she's very patient with me and she's very understanding. Um, is she, maybe, is she also working with you too or no? No, I mean, she comes in and helps clean up or what, you know, run tasks, you know, that if I need her to run mail or do something, she'll do it. But, um, I don't think we can, we wouldn't be able to work together, you know, in the office on a consistent basis. Really? Yeah. Cause yeah. I feel like, you know what I mean? When you're passionate and you love it and you want to do it <clears throat> and, and it's not like you want to tell your, and I'm speaking from my own experience here. I'm not like speaking for you. I'm, it's not like you can tell your wife, like, well, f- find a hobby, do something you love then. And then, you know what I mean? It's like, you're just, it's tough because she actually, I mean, she's basically, she's a stay at home mom. Yeah. And, uh, you know, being home over shutdown, you realize how, how not easy that is. Like it's extremely stressful to have two kids depending on you and pulling at your legs 24 seven. You know, so yeah. Um, has she to be able to do that? Has she ever told you like, I wish you weren't doing this? No, not at all. She understands me and what I'm trying to do. I mean, there's a big picture, you know, or we're playing the long game. So, um, I guess the way to describe our differences is that she's, she's definitely living in the present and I'm living in the future. And that's where we disconnect a lot of the times. What do you mean by but, that? Disconnect. Um, she's always living in the moment. Like I struggle with living in the moment. Like it's not that easy for me. I'm always trying to better myself or better my situation or something like that. So I don't always make an, I don't think I make enough time probably to, to give them the time and attention that they need. You know, during this process, it's been difficult to balance that for sure. And then on top of that, I'm trying to, go to courses around the country, you know? Um, so, you know, being at home all the time and then I come home like, Hey, I'm, you know, next month I'm going for four days to Arizona. <laughs> yeah. She's not always happy about that, but she understands. And, um, yeah, yeah. We, we like work, we work well together. We're a good, we're a good team. Then let me ask you like, when, when is enough to you? Like, cause you know how we're always trying to get better. Right. But then when, when do we get to the point where we're like, okay, this is enough. I'm, I'm good. I think, I don't think that I will honestly ever find that point. That's just my personality. I just, there's always something else to achieve. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I, I, honestly, I thought, okay, let me get through high school. I, I need to get into dental school. Um, so I got into college and worked my ass off to get to dental school and I get into dental school and I'm like, all right, I need to graduate and become a dentist and then we're good. Well, then I got out and became a dentist and then I'm like, 
this is not good. I need better than this. You know, so then yeah. I got another job and then that's not enough. I need my own practice. Um, so now I'm here in my own practice. Um, but yet it's not good enough. Man, there has to be something, there has to have been something or something somewhere where you're still trying to, to prove it to some, I don't know, your childhood, something. And it never, I have no idea. You might be right. I just, I, maybe I need to see a, you know, a, a psychologist or something to help me open up that can of worms. Cause I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Cause yeah, I, so I think, you know, my mom, my mom has always been that way. She's always doing something. She has like four different types of jobs that she does. Really? I mean, she goes out on the weekends. Like she doesn't slow down. What does she I guess say? I get some of that from her. Does she say ever like, I wish I can just like relax and slow. like, do you ever wish that? Do you ever wish like, man, I can just chill. I wish I could. Yeah, I but do. I do you, think that's something. You kind of can, but you're, you're, it's you're not. not yeah, yeah, definitely. It's not easy because you, you want to do something. You feel like, you feel like if you're just, and I, I feel like I'm kind of guilty of this. I feel like if my wife's like, Hey, can we just like, I don't know sit down for like 10 minutes in my mind i'm like damn that's 10 minutes i just waste i could have been doing this or that you know what i mean i'm just sitting there being i don't even like going to sleep because <laughs> i know there's so much other things to do but then you, you got to it. man you got to Dang, I think man. The problem for me lately though has been the shutdown and not having the gyms to go to because that's usually a good escape oh, yeah. um yeah but, i'm working out at home it's just not it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Like you're, because I have bands and all that stuff and it's just like, uh, you know what I mean? Like you don't get, get motivated. Up. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get motivated, but awesome, man. It's good to get to know you a little bit more. It's good for the group to get to know you a little bit more too. Um, if anybody has any questions or concerns, I'm sorry. I was not looking at the questions or concerns or anything like that. So if you guys want, after this Facebook Live, we'll answer any of those questions or concerns that you guys have. Brandon will answer them. If you're listening to this on the Making of a Dental Startup podcast, make sure you join the Making of a Dental Startup Facebook group. That way you can uh, interact with us a lot more. But yeah, with that being said, uh, Brandon, where can people find you and pick your brain a little bit more and stuff like that? Uh, I'm always available on Facebook if people want to find me there. Uh, obviously, I'm in the group, pretty active. Um, or Instagram, it's my last name. Uh, prior P-R-I-O-R-D-N-D um, or 100 West Dental is our business page. Gotcha, gotcha, awesome. Yeah, guys, follow him on his social medias if you want to see him lip sync. Frozen. Yeah, followers. <laughs> I'm trying to be like Ashley, man. She's on another level with that. I don't know how she does it. Yeah, she... Ashley needs to get in here. And just let us know because, like, well, if you hear the episodes, she just says, like, I don't know. I just post stuff. Brian posts it. Like, Brian well, posts it. I try to post on a daily basis when I'm here in the office. It's hard to find time for me to do one post a day. Like, she's doing 20 stories and three posts a day. No, it's not Brian. She has actually somebody who does it now for her. Well, now, but she didn't always. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was, I mean, uh, anyways. Yeah. That's the problem. You're always seeing other people doing things that you want to do that you're not as good as them at. And you just want to get there. Maybe that's why we're always like, we never feel like it's enough then. Cause we're always comparing. I think, you know, that's probably part of it too. Huh? We're getting somewhere here, man. We're getting somewhere here with that. We should probably 
hey, therapy sessions, if we did turn off our phones or turn or delete Facebook and Instagram, right? Not the page, like you can delegate that to your front office, but you just deleted it or take it off for like a, a week. Do you think you would feel different? Like you think you'd start noticing like, hey, you know what this is? This is enough. This is, I think I'm seeing clear now. You know what I think though? I think it's very biologically based. Um, you know, when you're, when you're touching the, you're getting likes and stuff, you're getting neurotransmitters released in your brain, right? So it's just like Dopamine. drugs, right? So it might take a longer than a week and you might go through some withdrawal periods, but uh, <laughs> suffer through it long enough. And I think uh, you'll come out better on the other side. Yeah. If anybody's ever done that, let us know in the comments below. But awesome. Alrighty. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. All right, man. See you.